You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast that encourages mindfulness, gratitude, and hopefully an occasional laugh. I'm Mark Reed, a former college professor and lawyer. Now I live in the countryside of Japan, make traditional Japanese paper, and try to make myself and the world a little better today than it was yesterday. I'm here twice a week, either with research and observations or talking with inspiring, artistic, and influential people. The idea is to bring some calm and kindness to the world and help you do the same. Hey, here we are. You're there. I'm here right now, listening, and just like that, you can start over. I do it all the time. In fact, in a moment, I will tell you about one time doing it on a grand scale and how it was one of the best things I ever did in my life. I'm talking about blank slates, how you can get out of your mind, or even bigger, how can you how you can be who you are, who you really are, and that's what's in it for you today. First, a, a lot of what might trouble you in your mind can be solved by one simple practice, by practicing seeing life with a beginner's mind. A beginner's mind is something written about it extensively in Zen literature. Uh, it's fundamental to the practice, actually. Uh, it's, it's, it isn't just in Zen. This is a concept that permeates Japanese culture as well. It's called uh, Shoshin. Um, so what is beginner's mind? It is dropping your expectations, your preconceptions, and seeing things with fresh eyes like it was the first time. Anytime you learn something new, you know what it's like. You might have had some frustrations with learning whatever it is. But uh, ultimately, you're looking at it all as if it's brand new and with uh, curiosity and wonder. That's beginner's mind. In Zen, this is often practiced with things like mindful eating, for example. Uh, I remember doing an exercise with a raisin. <laughs> uh, I don't even like raisins that much, honestly. But, um, but to spend a few moments... Feeling the raisin in between your finger and your thumb, feeling the grooves in it and uh, noticing it, it uh, looking at it, um, even smelling it. Raisins don't really have that much of a, uh, a smell, but but basically mindful eating was is just taking every moment, every aspect of, in this case, a raisin and appreciating all the details of it, all the details of the moment. So often we just pop that raisin or whatever it is uh, and chew it up and swallow it and it's done. Um, but to to look at it like it's the first time. Let's take that and apply it to our, our day-to-day lives, not just the Zen monk stuff of mindful eating and being in nature. And here's four reasons why you should practice beginner's mind. Number one, you'll have better experiences. You know, think about seeing something for the first time. That I'll never forget the first time I went to Tokyo, and I was you know, 21, and it felt like I was in a movie I, because I had just grown up in Alabama. It's the only place I had known, and uh, here I was, and surrounded by the, these giant skyscrapers and neon lights and uh, this foreign language. I'd studied Japanese, but it still was pretty foreign to me, and. Uh, and the characters, you know, I basically, suddenly I was illiterate. <laughs> I mean, I can read some Japanese uh, back then. I, I can read more now, but it was bizarre. It was like being on another planet. It was surreal. And 
wonderful. And I, I still try to have those surreal experiences, even if I'm in a familiar place. I try to take notice of things I've never noticed before. So that's one reason why Beginner's Mind is, it, it makes life interesting. Uh, second reason is you'll have better relationships. Seriously, when you look at someone with fresh eyes, you might see their point of view in a way that you completely overlooked before. I, I practice this all the time. I mean, you know, I, for example, I make people mad uh, from time to time, and which in turn might make me mad. You know, why are you mad at me? But I almost always go back, I wipe the slate clean in my mind, and start over. And the key is to do it with compassion. And does that mean I roll over every time someone is mad at me for something? Well, no. Does it solve all my problems with relationships with friends, family, neighbors, so on? No. I'm realistic. But I'm practical. And yes, absolutely many times, by me wiping the slate clean and starting with compassion, it, it's totally changed the dynamic of whatever was going on. Now, if anything, it just helped me deal with it better. So uh, that's reason two. Reason three... When you look at tasks with a beginner's mind, you will procrastinate less. You can be curious about what the task will be like. You can notice the details of doing the task instead of trying to get away from it. Reason number four, you'll have less anxiety. Instead of worrying about what might happen, you can open yourself up to being curious about what will happen. And embrace the not knowing. Have fun with it. All of it takes practice, but it's worth the practice. You can liter literally practice right now with whatever's in front of you. How does your body feel, your breath, whatever's around you? Take it in like, like you're taking it in for the first time. You can practice whenever you talk to someone. Notice their good heart, assuming they have one. You know, most people on the planet are actually compassionate people to some extent. Yes, there are certainly some selfish and some very narcissistic people out there, no doubt. But most people are, are good people. Uh, uh, there's a guy named Mark Rober who uh, is a famous YouTuber. He, he was a scientist. He used to work for NASA. But he puts out these really fascinating videos on YouTube now um, on a variety of issues. One of them is he uh, to combat porch pirates. You know what porch pirates are when Amazon leaves your a package on your doorstep. Somebody comes along and steals it. So around Christmas time, he's done it for like three years in a row. Uh, he puts, he designs these sort of um, fake packages. And when a porch pirate steals, it has cameras in it. And when a porch pirate steals it and they try to open it, these like, sirens go off, a glitter bomb goes off, fart spray is emitted, all of this stuff, and it's all recorded because he's got cameras all around the box. It doesn't matter which angle they open it from. There's, it's recording them. It's, it's wonderful to watch. But something to note from the videos is that he, he does bring up that you know 97% of the time, most people don't, don't take something that doesn't belong to them. It, it's just 3%. I don't know exactly how he comes up with that particular number, but uh, he does another video where they drop wallets. They want to see how uh, much people will return wallets. And they drop them in 20 different cities across North America. And 
Maybe that that might be where he got the number from. Like 97% were returned. Inside the wallet, there was a little bit of money, like six bucks, and a phone number uh, to call if found. And in I think it might have been as much as 97% of the instances they uh, someone called or returned the wallet. The point being, only 3% of the time someone didn't. Kept those six bucks for themselves and didn't bother getting back in touch with the owner of the wallet. But the, uh, the point is that 90% of us generally will do the right thing. It's just those 3% or those 10%, if it's 1 out of 10, that are kind of assholes that stand out and make us bummed out about the world. But most people you meet do have a compassionate heart. So getting back to the topic, the next time you are in front of someone, see their good heart. Think about their difficulties. Find compassion for their struggles. That, that's sin practice in a nutshell, honestly. Smile, love others with fresh eyes, and be grateful for your world, the world around you that you're in. Now that's all small-scale st- stuff. What about starting with a blank slate in the big scheme of things, like uprooting your life and stuff? Well, believe it or not, you can do that too. Just keep in mind what the consequences will be. When I was younger, when I was uh, 25, I moved to Burlington, Vermont. And I mean on a whim, total whim. I, uh, I had come back from, I finished grad school at Florida State. I'd gone to Europe for several months, lived in Greece, came back to America. And I thought, what, what am I going to do? I don't know what to do. And uh, I was staying with my family in Alabama, and I was watching a TV program called Top Ten, and each week they featured a different Top Ten list, and this week was Top Ten Places to Live and Have It All in America, and for whatever reason, whatever their criteria was, Burlington, Vermont was number one. So, I made plans. I packed up the car. I, uh, I found an apartment. I found a room and a house, and uh, within a month, I was living in Burlington, Vermont. And I tell you this story because I literally was able to, I didn't know anyone. So I was able to start over my whole life, my whole personality even, with a blank slate. No one there knew me, knew anything about my past, about my history. And um, I was able to start over. And it was one of the most wonderful times of my life when I look back on it. But I look back on it also as a motivational point in my life that that I use other times in my life that you can really start over. You can wipe the slate clean. You're not as entrenched in whatever situation you think you are in. You know, recently I interviewed uh, Homer Duke, a famous artist who is in the process of getting out of a divorce. You know, that probably seemed overwhelming at first, but he he's wiping the slate clean and he seems happier for it. I'm not advocating people move to Burlington, Vermont, or get a divorce or anything like that. I just want to reveal that you can, you can uproot your life and start over. Uh, Two caveats here to that point. I'm not talking about running away from your problems, but if you do want to make a radical change in your life, you can do it. And I'm also not talking about suppressing your thoughts when I talk about having a blank slate in your mind. If something bad happens to you, um, for example, my mother died of pancreatic cancer last year. 
And that sucks. Of course, obviously, right? I don't suppress it. Uh, I practice acceptance. I'm still sad. But what I'm talking about is like when someone is mad at you or you have a feeling you want to get rid of, like jealousy or wishing someone else harm, you can start over, you know. You are not your thoughts. You can wipe the mental slate clean and start over. I do it all the time. So here's what you do. Here's your five minutes in today. Practice intentional thinking. You might think, I already do this. I, I think what I want. You probably don't. Not all the time. Take one area of your life that you want to get rid of mentally. Whether that is jealousy of a neighbor or being miserable about something about your physical appearance. I'm too short. My nose is too big. I've got wrinkles. Whatever it is that you can't change. I'm not talking about weight. We can change that, right? But you can't change your height or... Well, I guess you could change your nose, but it would cost a lot. But, you know, whatever you're kind of stuck with. Uh, or maybe it's a bad memory that keeps popping in your head. Whatever it is, whenever it comes back, visualize that unwanted thought as a piece of paper Mentally wad that paper up into a trash ball, chuck it out. Then, here's the important part, replace it with intentional thinking. Pre-plan for this. Focus first on your breath, then intentionally replace the thing you just trashed with some attainable goal you want to accomplish in the future. Whether it's cutting the grass or getting your hair cut, or something nice, a surprise you might do for someone, or just literally think about the mountains or the beach, whatever your happy place is. The point is, you have power over your mind to wipe the slate clean. Practice it. Get better at it. And that's your five minutes in. Hey, did you get something out of this episode? If so, go to patreon.com slash sandwich and help support future episodes like this for just three bucks. If you do, I will mail you a postcard, a handmade one on Japanese paper from me in Japan to wherever you are in the world. Or join our Facebook group called The Zen Dog Life. In the meantime, keep breathing, have intentionally good thoughts, and be kind to somebody.